This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hi, friends, and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and today we're going to talk about loneliness, but not only that. We're going to talk about loneliness at Christmas. This is episode 282, and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with com, or visit the website at the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, where you can find this show, A Few Minutes with God, and many other shows that all focus on Christian content. And visit MediaAngels.com for gifts for your family, especially the character planners that will help you and your children focus on the importance of developing good habits. And I also have an Advent planner that is available as we approach the Christmas holidays. Well, loneliness can happen at any time of the year, but for some reason it seems that Christmas is an especially painful time for many people. How can we bring others around us, or maybe ourselves, the joy of the season of light? As I think back on Christmas past, I remember how my father felt after my mother's passing. Every time there was an event or a holiday, it seemed like he missed her more and more, especially that first year, that first time. He was so used to spending time with her and sharing his life with her, that when she was gone... He felt as if a piece of him was missing. My neighbor died this summer unexpectedly, and I am certain his widow is also feeling the pains of first. We're just neighbors, and we miss him. We miss seeing him outside whenever we were out there, or whenever we had company, he'd seem to just be available. Uh, He was an amazing man. And there are often special places in our hearts for those who have passed, for those we feel have left us behind. And I think that's one of the issues with loneliness is that our loved ones may be gone, but we feel as if we've been left behind. In Isaiah 41.10, we read, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And that is so beautiful. When we're lonely, yes, we can pray. But more so, God gives us a strength we need. And we need to ask. How often do we forget to ask? I know I do. In living our lives, we can feel lonely even in the midst of people. I know my father felt that way. I think that is why we stay so busy, so we don't feel that loneliness, and so we don't focus on what is bothering us. Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Amen and amen. When we are in a good place with our faith in our Lord, it seems 
that it stems off the loneliness. We don't feel alone or afraid. In fact, we find that joy that surpasses all understanding. Yet at times, we feel as if we're being tested. Years ago, a pastor at our church asked us to visit a lady who was in the nursing home, and she um, had been the last of her family members to, you know, still be alive. And she was, you know, pretty much with it. She just had some medical issues where she wasn't as mobile um, as she would have liked to be to be able to live, live alone. And so in her room, I noticed that she had beautiful pictures of all of her family and even her son had um, predeceased her. And it was so difficult for me uh, to I felt her pain of looking at the walls and seeing these family members that had gone. And I asked her about it one time. And I said, you know, how, how are you doing? And, and she said, No, I receive consolation when I look at these pictures, because I know that they've gone on to be with the Lord. And she goes, I feel like I'm in God's waiting room. I'm waiting for him to take me home. And eventually, she did pass. But when we visited the nursing home, so many times we look at those who have been, you know, abandoned, if you will, and many of them aren't cognizant of that. And so they seem very happy and very joyful. And it's those of us who can still remember and still think and, you know, it's difficult. It's really difficult. And there are no words. We can read the scriptures and rejoice in that way. In First Chronicles 29, 17, we read, I know, my God, that you test the heart and are pleased with integrity. All these things I have given willingly and with honest intent. And now I have seen with joy how willingly your people are here who have given to you. We give the Lord our hearts. Yet there is no secret formula to combat loneliness. My friend would take her three boys and spend time at the soup kitchen or Christian, different Christian ministries. And she did this at Thanksgiving as well as Christmas. And she started doing this after she was divorced because she felt like her holiday was different and sad and lonely. And she decided that in giving we receive, not for the sake of receiving. And she did. She told me it was some of the best holiday memories she had ever had, and she really wished she had done it earlier in her life. And that's truly a gift. That's a gift from God. People can do ministry and still feel terrible about it. But God gifted her with that joy. St. Francis is known as saying, make me an instrument of your peace. It's a song as well as a prayer. And this is the entire, the, uh, well, part of it. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in dying that we are born again to eternal life. St. Francis gave up his life of wealth to serve the Lord and serve the poor. 
We may not have that opportunity to spend time with the poor this Christmas, but we can, and if we can, it is worth it. Sometimes ministering to our own families and extended families is similar to that. Other times, they are blessing us with their joy and presence. It takes an effort to travel, especially during the holidays. And yet, so many times, people travel to be with their loved ones. I know when I see people at church and a lot of the elderly are so excited to tell me when their children are coming to visit. And it's funny because when they go to visit their children, they're sometimes not as joyful because it's hard on them. It's hard for them to travel. We don't think of loneliness as being a blessing, but it can be a blessing. It can be offered to the Lord as a pearl of great price. Think about how the Lord Jesus prayed at the Garden of Gethsemane and the apostles could not stay awake with him for one hour. I pray in my mind that I am there with him. God, Jesus doesn't need me, yet I can offer that simple task of putting myself there and praying beside him as part of that task of being there with him when I am sure he felt lonely because everyone else was asleep when he had this horrendous thing ahead of him. Matthew 13, states, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. We're striving, friends, for the kingdom of heaven. That's where we want to be. That's our ultimate goal. And this life is a struggle. Our loneliness is a struggle. It's something we can try to overcome, and each of us does it in our own way. Those of us who have children now who are grown up, those of us who have family that's far away, it's difficult. And finding other like-minded people is helpful. And I often see people at church who have lost a loved one join together for the holidays or even meet up with each other after co- uh, for coffee after church. I try to reach out to my friends I know who may be struggling. I know they are being social, even if they don't feel like it. It's easier to stay home, but putting out the effort is often rewarded, even if it's not necessarily for yourself, but to bless others. We can all pray that the Lord uses us to minister to others, whether it's visiting someone without a family, whether it's visiting someone in a nursing home or serving the needs of others or donating to a worthy cause or maybe buying gifts for those less fortunate. All of these things are small in the scope of our lives, but each one of these things can bring us closer to the Lord. And that's our challenge for this week. It's to pray for those who are struggling and lonely this Christmas, as well as other times of the year, and ask the Lord to use you, to use me, to use us, to bring joy to the hearts of someone else, to smile. Maybe you're the only smile they get that day. Let's praise God in our hearts today and always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. 
There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.